Hello and welcome to the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Kristen and Rebecca. This is a podcast where we talk about glam, glitz, and what life is really like with a crown. This is a podcast for those girls who have inhaled more hairspray than they have oxygen. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your host, Rebecca and Kristen, and we have a very special guest with us today. We have Christy Miller-Nunn. She is a forever Mrs. Ohio and the new director of the Mrs. Ohio and Miss Ohio for America Strong Pageant. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me, guys. Christy, we are so excited to have you. Oh, this is exciting. I'm, I'm a longtime listener. Oh, well, we are flattered to have you. <laughs> so as Christy, or as Kristen, it gets a little confusing with all these K names. As she mentioned, you are a forever Mrs. Ohio. Tell us a little bit about your journey into pageantry. My journey into pageantry started in 2017. I met another forever Mrs. Ohio, Alexis Ryan, at an event. And up to that point, I never even knew there was Mrs. Pageantry. So I was really intrigued to learn that there was a system I could compete in that I hadn't aged out of. And I'd never competed in a pageant before, but it was always kind of that childhood dream. I grew up watching Miss USA and Miss America. Um, So it was really exciting to me to know that I could possibly, you know, be a part of that. And she encouraged me to enter. And then in 2018, I just got the bug. I, I really wanted to find a way to commit myself to becoming a better version of myself, kind of finding myself again. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I think a lot of times we put ourselves and our identities on the back burner while we're in the middle of raising kids and focusing on our careers. And I, I know my son's graduating soon and I, I needed to find something that was mine that could get me back to me. So I thought, you know, what a, what a better way could there be than to give myself a hard deadline of having a pageant to compete in than to do the hard work, find myself again. And I wanted to get myself healthier too. I think a lot of women feel like, you know, we can let ourselves go as we get older. So I really wanted to just challenge myself to get back to the best version of myself. So I entered the pageant, um, worked really hard. And then, you know, it's a subjective sport. So luck meets preparation meets opportunity. It just, it was my year, what I said, connected with the judges and I got the title. Yes. And you actually, as in, even though you didn't know it for a while, was my inspiration to compete at the Mrs. Ohio pageant because I had been on Instagram on my for you page and your picture popped up. And I clicked on it and you looked so happy. I've never been so happy to see someone else so happy, but your crowning moment. And so I went down my rabbit hole of research and I found out that there's this something called Mrs. Ohio, which was wild to me because you don't hear about it that often, I feel like, or especially when you're younger. And I said to my husband, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a Mrs. America. And I decided to apply and my application got accepted. And before I knew it, I got to compete. I remember your first year and I, I remember finding out that my crowning moment had inspired you just on a random social media scroll because you posted it 
in your stories. And I about cried because I had no idea that anyone other than my friends and family had noticed my crowning moment. So it's just, that speaks to the power of, of social media and you never know who's watching you and who could be inspired by you. It's kind of crazy when you do win. Um, and I guess we can all kind of speak on this, how all of a sudden, like people who you did not know existed, start friend requesting you and adding you on social media. And you're just almost like overnight, someone that is important. It feels like more than before. And you're almost <laughs> like, I don't know what to do with all these friend requests and all these follower requests. And what do I do with this new role? So how important is that social media knowledge or kind of how you handle yourself on social media going into pageantry? Do you feel like? I think how you handle yourself and how you present yourself on social media is extremely important. Um, You become your own brand representative as a title holder and as someone who's competing. So that's, that's definitely something to be aware of and something to develop skills in. I don't think any pageant system, it's definitely not ours, is looking for someone with, you know, 100,000 followers. That's not a priority. That's not important. What's more important is, you know, how you are able to communicate who you are, what your purpose is, and, you know, share your journey with everyone who is following you. 100%. I do not think it matters how many followers you have or don't have. What matters is just that you understand who you are and you're authentic to that person. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it's one of the best ways to show support to your sponsors, because even if you don't have a lot of followers, that's okay. The people that do follow you are following you for a reason. And they probably do kind of want to know who's supporting you in the system. And it's a good place for you to say, Hey, like I get my stuff from Henry's because Henry's is one of the pageant's biggest sponsors and they're a huge help to us. And I can say for sure that they help us out of the goodness of our hearts and please go work with them because they're amazing. (laughs) Like things like that. Yes. I can say that about all of our sponsors and by far social media is one of the absolute best ways that we can pay gratitude and show our sponsors that we're really grateful for what they give us because it is just out of support for us, for each of our journeys um, and what the system is about. So in Ohio, Kristen, I know you can attest to this. We have amazing sponsors. I think we have some of the best sponsorships in the entire country. Um, so we're, we're really, really grateful for that. They really, they do a lot to help our girls prep for nationals. They do a lot to make them feel special during their year. So social media, you know, from a director's perspective, just, you know, being willing to be consistent and give effort into presenting yourself and your gratitude online is a big priority. You were a forever Mrs. Ohio, and then you started working with the previous directors and now you are one of the directors of the Ohio system altogether. Can you kind of tell me why you didn't go another route? Because there's a million ways you can go after your title holder. You can go the coaching route. You can be a spectator from afar and, and you, or you can be a volunteer, but here you are, you're going to be running the whole show. <laughs> well, I started as a volunteer. I knew after my reign was over, I wanted to stay involved in pageantry. I just have a big, big heart for pageantry. And I knew I was done competing for sure. And our directors, Ashley and Heather, who you also know, they 
gave me such a great experience my first year and really helped me a lot and made me feel special during that year. I wanted to make sure that I could continue that legacy for the Ohio America system and our future title holders and just be someone who's supportive and helps with goal setting and development. But I also have an event production background. I love event production. It's just where my skill set is. So it was very natural for me to want to be in this role. I loved volunteering and helping them with the production all year round. So when they approached me about you know wanting to take a step back, I was so excited and so honored that that was offered to me. And then going from title holder to director, I feel like you have a really good perspective on what a title holder really needs, especially during Nationals Week. What are you kind of planning to do as a director that you think is going to be really helpful for your title holders? Well, I mentioned the amazing sponsors we have that do a lot to help with prep. I have a few more sponsors um, that I'm talking to right now to come on board. So they will be providing a lot of support for the girls during nationals prep. I have hired a pageant coordinator. They are going to be flying out with us to Vegas just to help with everything from coffee runs to things we forgot at the store to just giving you a hug and encouragement in between events to taking pictures for us. So that was something when I was out there, I remember just thinking, gosh, it would just be nice to have an extra set of hands, an extra set of eyes. So that's one thing I'm going to provide for all the title holders going forward um, that I think will be a really great benefit. I, of course, plan to be there throughout nationals to help support and cheer everybody on. But I also think what's really nice about Ohio is our sisterhood is so supportive and we reach out to each woman that wins a title immediately to welcome them, to offer our advice, offer our experience, and just kind of help guide them through all of the things, what you need, what you don't need, what you wish you would have done. So that is, that's special in Ohio. And I'm really, really grateful for all the women involved. You mentioned going to nationals um, this past year in this new transitional role into the directorship. What was different going to nationals on this side of things versus going as a contestant or just as maybe a fan or a supporter? Well, I love getting the audience and cheer the girls on. And I haven't really got to do that before. I My year as a title holder was the first year the system had added the Miss division. So I did get to watch my Miss Courtney compete. And that was exciting, but I was also in the middle of my competition. So I don't think I was fully present. So going back this year, just getting to be in that support role and cheer our girls on was so exhilarating. It was so much fun. I loved just being there for them and knowing that I, if they needed something, I was there to help. Yeah, that is super nice to have a director that's going to be willing to just come and just, even if you just need a vent, if you're like, you know what, like this is going on and I just need to get it out to somebody that I can trust. Like sometimes that's all you need. And it's really nice to have a director that's going to be there with you and going to just help you through everything because I know for me, it was my first nationals experience. And so half the time I was just kind of going with the flow because I really didn't know what to expect. And so like, if you're coming in and this is going to be your first nationals experience, you're going to know that you have all the support in the world from 
you and whoever you bring with you. Absolutely. Speaking of title holders, now that you're a director, when you're talking to the judges, what are you telling the judges? Hey, this is what I'm really looking for in an Ohio title holder and somebody can send to nationals. Well, one of the things that I know I'm going to be looking for every year is a woman who really understands why she's here, why she's competing for this title, what she wants to do with it, and what she would like to leave behind as her legacy for the program. And I think a lot of directors would agree with me on those goals. You want a woman who knows who she is and can connect with the judges and clearly communicate that. We're always looking for someone who's ambitious and just driven to make their title better than when they got it. This is sort of like, I feel like secret inside information. We always, as a contestant, want to know what is the director looking for? What is she telling the judges <laughs> or, you know, he or she telling those judges? So I think it's really interesting to hear that perspective of you don't really have some picture or idea of a look you're looking for. It is so much more about the character, it sounds like, of that woman. Absolutely. I mean, we are a beauty pageant. So the direct, the, excuse me, the judges naturally are going to be looking at myself, but none of my direction to them will have any focus on specific aesthetics. I'm not looking for who bought the most expensive dress. I'm not looking for who used all of the state sponsors in her prep. Character is what matters. That is the person I'm going to be working with throughout that year. They are a brand ambassador for the Ohio America program. So what's inside matters more to me than what we see on the outside. Well, and you have a great makeup artist that comes on site also, and she'll be able to, she's available to be hired for the pageant weekend. Her name's Leah, and she did a great yep. job with my makeup last year, and she did a few of the other women as well. So don't worry about that. <laughs> no, we do provide a list of sponsors for all of the registered contestants. It's just a courtesy. It's a suggestion just to help you along your prep and make it easier. And obviously our sponsors know the system. They know, they know exactly how the weekend works. So there's that benefit as well, but it is in no way a requirement or influential on who wins. Yeah, because you didn't use many of them when you competed at Ohio, no. did you? I did not. I didn't. I hired my own hair and makeup team, my own coaches. I, I kind of did my own thing and nobody, I mean, it didn't matter. And I can speak from the Oklahoma perspective in the same system within Mrs. America. The judges did not know where I bought my gown, mm -hmm. who did my hair and makeup, who took my headshot. They didn't know any of those things when I won. And yes, some of them were sponsors, but they had no idea who did or did not use sponsors that did not impact the outcome in any way. I think that's a weird myth that somehow gotten out there that you must use the sponsors in order to win. And that's not true, but I will say, I do think there's an advantage if you can work with some of the sponsors, because just like what you said, they do understand the system. They know how the weekend's going to go. They can help prepare you really well, but it's not a requirement by any means in order to win. Yep. I agree. I think that gets out there because there might be other pageant systems where it works differently. So Christy, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Matt, my husband is obsessed with 
production things going wrong like he likes to look for them and I don't know what his deal is with this but he like likes to watch for it to see like where things get messed up at what as a director is your this is a terrible question what's your worst case scenario <laughs> oh gosh oh there's so this many is worst definitely case scenarios. A, this is a Matt Houchin question for sure he had actually asked Kristen this before Ohio this past year he was like what's the one thing that you could imagine going wrong? You, you, this is a new venue for the pageant. What do you think could go wrong? Like the basement flooding oh, or something? Gosh. She's like, I... what are you talking about? No, don't put it out there. Why, why are we putting this out into the universe, guys? Um, totally. <laughs> I, they're, okay, so in all honesty, I don't dwell on things like that because I could really send my anxiety through the roof and that's not <laughs> helpful. So I definitely don't sit around ruminating on what could go wrong. It's definitely crossed my mind that something like a flood or I don't know, the venue getting the wrong contract date and we show up and can't get into the theater. Um, <laughs> I mean, you have these like panic nightmares where you wake up and think, oh my gosh, did I sign that? Did I email that back? But I'm a systems person. I'm a spreadsheet person. And I, I can't live without organization. So I, it's one thing I pride myself on. I'm very detail oriented. I, I write everything down. Everything is in a spreadsheet. Everything is on a deadline and a timeline. So I can track all of the different moving parts of the pageant very easily. Um, and I do have help. I have brought in um, professional production assistants that I've worked with in previous lifetimes. So that's going to be a big, big, big piece of mind for me because they are also watching for all those little things. So it's not just me that has to keep track of everything. And I think Matt commented to me last year because this past June, I brought in a production assistant or a stage manager, excuse me. And he said it actually went really smoothly this year. Like he's watched a couple <laughs> and he was, he noticed the difference. So I felt really good. I'm like, oh, somebody noticed. Oh yeah. Cause he would let you know. I mean, he would. You know he's he very <laughs> observant. <laughs> you know what he told me? He was like, you know, the biggest mess up was when you didn't know what you were doing and you would come out of the curtain and then you'd go back. And I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no one's fault but my own and that's what he noticed but no I, well, I think kind of what keep you sharp well because you remember I even said I was like I swear we practiced this <laughs> I just <laughs> could not get anything right but that's okay because I'm I was clean that year so I got a pass I think yes I think so. So <laughs> logistics wise, give us a little bit of a rundown of what the pageant weekend looks like for the Ohio America pageant in case um, any of our listeners are considering competing. What does the weekend sort of look like? I am trying to create a mini nationals experience for the women. I want them to be very prepared, the winners to be very prepared going into nationals, but I want all the women to have fun. I want everyone to walk away with a fun experience, great memories, hopefully new friendships. So we start our pageant weekend off with a theme party for all the contestants um, that I host. They will all get to socialize and hang out with each other. They will get to meet our current title holders if they haven't already, and some of the forevers will be in attendance. So it's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to take place Thursday night. And then Friday morning, 
we have our interviews. I have all of the judges set up to do a round robin style interview, which is the way they do it at nationals. You get a 30 second introduction and then a three minute interview with each judge one on one. I think it's just a really great way to connect with each judge and to be able to clearly communicate your story to them. And then we go into rehearsals. I have a really fun rehearsal set up for this year. We're gonna play some games. Um, the, the crew that I've brought in had some really good ideas for how we could make rehearsal more engaging and more fun. So we're gonna do rehearsals on Friday. And then we have finals and the show on Saturday afternoon. That sounds so fun. And I love that you are separating out the interviews on a different day than the competition. It just makes that actual competition day, I feel like a little less hectic and less stressful for the contestants because they're not having to get up so, so early to get ready for interview. They can kind of let all that go and then just focus on the stage competition on Saturday. So that's really cool. I like that you're doing that. Thank you. I want them to have plenty of time to get ready, plenty of time to get focused, to get in the right headspace. I don't like a lot of rushing around when I'm involved in any kind of competition. So I wanted to try to create an, an experience where they don't feel like everything is down to the last. Kristen, your year and the year before you were on the heels of um, COVID and all of the different restrictions we had. So I felt bad for you guys because you didn't get that full pageant weekend experience. Um, but you get to come back now as a forever and join us for all of the fun activities. And I do have surprises I'm not go going to announce yet, um, but I do have some surprises planned for that weekend as well. We like surprises. I don't. I want to know what it is, actually. <laughs> well, I know you have some stuff coming up, too, and it's actually open to the general public. So can you tell us kind of what's going on here that's coming up? Yes, coming up really soon, we have our first workshop. It is on November the 6th at Henry's Columbus at one o'clock. We have Shaylin Ford, who is the current Mrs. World joining us. She's going to speak to everyone, do a photo op. I'm really, really excited that she was able to make time for this. Um, we are also going to hear from one of our featured sponsors, Fearless Consulting. Rebecca Wheeler is going to be joining us. And Rebecca, I'm really excited about what you have to say to the women. I know that your advice and your perspective is going to be so valuable. And I have a lot of first timers coming. So this is, this is going to mean a lot. And we really appreciate you making time for us as well. We are going to do a nationals recap and Q&A with our current title holders, Kristen Riker, Stephanie Broad, and Kelly Burke. And then we're going to get into the nitty gritty of the 2023 pageant. So we've got some fun giveaways. We have a couple sponsors that will be there and it's going to be a fun afternoon. I wish I could be there in person, but I will be zooming in and <laughs> speaking virtually because it's quite a drive from Oklahoma to Columbus, but I'm hoping to make uh, the next workshop in the spring. Absolutely. We'd love to have you anytime as an honorary forever Ohio queen. I don't know if my Oklahoma sister queens will let me take that official title, but I will hold it close in my heart. Well, I will be there to pretty much do whatever Christy tells me to do for the day. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm just excited too to see Shaylin. And I think last year's Miss Ohio for America Strong, I think she's going to be there as well. So it'll be really fun to see my sister Queens. 
Yes, we are going to have a really fun, a fun day together. And I can tell you as a contestant, it's a great opportunity to go to these workshops and network with the other contestants and not in a competitive way, but really start building that community and that sisterhood early because you never know who is going to end up being like those best friends that you end up having. You could meet somebody at a workshop like this that truly in 10 years, you're still best friends with. And that's one of my favorite things about pageantry is just you meet somebody, you immediately click, you find things you have in common that you would have never met outside of this world. Uh, workshop that's coming up is it's not really, you're not really fully committing. It's just dipping your toe into it a little bit. So you can just get an idea of what this whole world is like. So if you have no experience, this is the perfect opportunity for you to come and just check things out in like a no pressure situation. Yes, I agree. That's why I decided to make this workshop open to the public and not just to our registered contestants. I know what it's like to be new and feel like there's so much that you don't know and where do I even start? This is a great way to get started and figure out what is it that I need to do in order to compete thing I wished I'd had was more time to prepare. So coming to a workshop like this is a great way to get a head start on your competition prep. I think there's a good, um, like there's a really good timeline of competition. You don't want to start preparing so early, like three years in advance where you get so practiced that you just lower like a robot, but you also don't want to be last minute and rushing in and feeling overwhelmed. So being able to be really prepared, especially if you're a type A list maker type person, this is the best time to get in, get everything organized, get your timeline and jump, jump in with the most preparation possible. Yes. And I'm, I'm going to be a very hands-on director. So I want you to give me the feedback. I want you to ask me the questions. I want you to have a good experience. So it's also just a great way to meet me and get my information so that we can stay in touch this year. And Christy, I think you have a special offer for our podcast listeners, which is so exciting. Would you share your offer with our listeners? Yes, I do. So my workshop on November the 6th is a $75 fee to admit. However, I'm going to give your listeners a 50% off discount. So it's $35 to come. And that fee can be applied to your registration pageant should you decide to enter. And how can they register for the workshop? You can register by reaching out to us on any of our social media pages and sending a direct message, Facebook or Instagram, or you can email me directly at director at mrsohamerica.com. And that can also be found linked on our website at www.mrsohamerica.com. Okay. So either message you on Instagram or Facebook or just email you directly or go to the website. Any of those ways, get in contact with you if you want to attend the workshop for that half off discount and just mention that you heard this on the pageant buzz. Yes, that's all I need okay. to know. Well, Christy, would you like to answer the Chris's question of the week? Yes. Yes, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> are you ready? All right. What family member are you most like? Oh, my dad. 100% my dad. You guys are into Enneagram. 
Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm an eight. My father um, was also an eight. He passed away a few years ago and he would have loved every minute of this, the production, the details, the, he was a total ham. He loved being on stage. So any part of me that enjoyed being involved and competing definitely came from my dad. Oh, that makes me have the chills. (laughs) I, that just makes me also kind of laugh because I don't know how in the world I've been surrounded by all these Enneagram eights. (laughs) You attract them, Rebecca. (laughs) I do. I don't know what it is. My threeness just draws you all in like a basket, (laughs) which is funny because I don't think traditionally threes and eights get along. There's something to that. (laughs) There's, there's gotta be something to that because you know, so many of us and we all get along great. I know it's very strange. Well, we love you and we're so thankful to have you on. We've started a new little thing where we are doing sharing a few of our favorite things of the week. And um, I wanted to talk about one of my favorite things right now because I'm just so obsessed with it. It's my Sunday Riley skincare re- regime that I'm really into, especially the CEO vitamin C serum. I'm so obsessed with it. I love it so much. I feel like it is completely taken away my melasma that I had near my eye. It's just almost completely gone. Super clean skincare, really good line. It's like from a lady in Texas that invented it. I'm just obsessed with it. What are you obsessed with right now, Kristen? Uh, Dots pretzels, the Southwest flavor, only the Southwest flavor. And I eat so many, it gives me like, it's, they're so coated in seasoning. It literally will hurt my throat. <laughs> they're so you, good. You're still on your dots addiction, huh? I can't stop. I feel like it's probably making me retain water because there's got to be a boatload of sodium <laughs> in these things. Um, <laughs> I would, I would imagine a lot of preservatives and a lot of sodium. Oh gosh. And we have an ND on the, on the line here. <laughs> so she's probably like, that's killing you. You know, I'm not Christ- perfect. No judgment Christy, here. <laughs> is there anything that you're like really obsessed with right now? Any favorites? Absolutely. I mean, since you brought up the fact that I'm an ND, I will give my favorite supplement line a plug and I in no way get any like endorsement kicks. I'm just obsessed with their products. It's called a Symbiotica, C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A. I have tried, I think, half their product line at this point, and I'm obsessed with all of them. So if you're looking for some quality supplements, I would check them out. Symbiotica it has a very fancy name. I'm going to send you guys the link. This is what I was talking to you about the other day. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, we ladies. And um, you. if you have been following, we had a giveaway that we had started a few weeks ago, and it is officially time to announce the giveaway today. I'm so excited. So we are giving away our Kris Jenner sweatshirts, as well as a pageant buzz queen bee necklace to one of our listeners who um, went in and rated the show wherever they listened to their podcast at. And then they sent us a screenshot. And the winner for this giveaway is Shelly Gardner. So congratulations, Shelly. We'll be reaching out on Instagram and we're going to get some sizing from you so that we can actually get you an appropriate size sweatshirt. And we'll be able to send that out here in the next few days. And then we can be twins. Oh yeah. You and Rebecca can be twins. I need one. Oh my God. You've got to get yourself one. 
thanks everybody for listening and where can they find us at pageant buzz pod on instagram and you can listen to our podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts and as rebecca always says don't forget to sparkle We are currently booking our next guest, so follow us on Instagram at pageantbuzzpod and send us a DM if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast.